man was in a valley one day. It's a story by Rosemary Kowalski, adapted by Joanna Weaver. And he met God. And he said, God, is there anything I can do for you today? And God said, as a matter of fact, there is. I have this wagon, and it has three stones in it. Would you be willing to take it to the top of the hill? And the man was very flattered that God would ask him to do this. And so he said, oh, God, I'd be delighted to be able to help you in this way. And so he picked up the handle of the wagon, and he started pulling. And it wasn't very heavy. And so he pulled it, and he pulled it until he ran into someone else along the path. And that person uh, found out what he was doing, that he was taking this wagon up to the top of the hill. And the man said, oh, I have this rock that I was hoping to get to the top of the hill, but I haven't had a chance to make it up there. Would you mind putting it in the wagon and taking it for me? And the man said, you know, it's not that much heavier, so no, please, put it, put it in there, and I'll carry it, carry it too. And the other man was so grateful. Well, he went a little bit farther, and he went to buy the house of a friend of his named John, and John invited him in for some cider, so they went and they had some cider, and he told, the, he told his friend John what he was doing, that he was so pleased to be able to help God by taking this wagon of three rocks up to the top of the hill. And John said, I have these, this bag of pebbles that I was really wanting to get up to the top of the hill. Would you mind? They would fit right in here between these rocks. And so the man said, well, of course not. I'd be glad to help you out in that way. And so he continues on. And as you can imagine, he continues to run into other people. And other people have just one rock to add. And so the wagon gets fuller and fuller, and the man is having a harder time pulling it up the hill. And he goes slower and slower, and finally the wagon lurches, and it bangs into the back of his shin, and he cries out, God, I can't do this anymore. How do you expect me to do this job when there's, this is just too heavy? I can't do it. Ever felt like that? Have you ever picked up rocks or tasks or people for others and carried it? Well, I think many of us do that. And many of us regret it after we do it. Today's Bible passage is about choices, and we think about the choices that this man made in the story. He chose to ask God whether there was anything he could do for God that day. He chose to say yes to God's request. He chose to enjoy the opportunity to serve God, and he chose multiple times to carry the burdens of others. So Jesus is on a mountainside speaking to his followers, and he's reminding us of our ability to choose. It sounds odd to think that we forget that we have choices, but sometimes we do. We forget that we have choices. We set life on autopilot, 
And in the process, we just go through the motions and eventually lose hope. Think about the Libyans who have lived for decades now under Muammar Gaddafi. Did they think that no other future was possible? And then they saw a change in their neighbors to the west, Tunisia, and then in Egypt to the east. And when protests in those countries led to intended results, Libyans were inspired to hope that they could accomplish the same thing. News media reported that two Libyan pilots refused to bomb a town, an opposition-held town, and instead parachuted out of their warplane and let the plane crash in the desert. I'm not sure that they would have had the courage to do that two months ago. But they saw that there was hope. They would no longer be slaves to Gaddafi. Freedom was possible. We Baptists like the word freedom. We are proud to proclaim freedom of religion, freedom of each person to interpret the Holy Scriptures as the Holy Spirit leads, free from needing a priest to connect us with God, And yet, in today's scripture passage, Jesus limits our freedom. He limits our freedom by telling us we cannot serve two masters. We must choose one of them. To which master will we be slaves? The story about the man with the wagon continues... God, this is too hard for me. You'll have to get someone else to do it. I'm just not strong enough. And God comes to the man's side. You're having a hard time. What's the problem? You gave me a job that is too hard for me. I'm just not up to it. And God walks over to the wagon where not only the three stones and the bag of pebbles and rocks, but everything else, all this other stuff was. And, and God said, what's this? And he, God pushes two pieces of shale off to the side. And the man tries to explain, and God says, well, what's this? And holds up a bag of pebbles. And the man says, well, my friend, jo-. and God throws it off to the side and said, I can't just leave these things here. I told these people I would take them up to the top of the hill. And God said, let others shoulder their own belongings. I know you were trying to help, but when you're weighted down with all of these cares, you cannot do what I have asked of you. And the man jumped to his feet, suddenly realizing that the freedom that God was offering was that he said, you mean I only have to carry these three stones after all? And God smiled and said, that is what I asked you to do. We choose our master. We choose what loads we carry. During a flight on a commercial airliner, the flight attendant asked a passenger if he would like dinner 
And the passenger asked, what are my choices? And the flight attendant answered, your choices are yes or no. (laughs) When we say yes to one thing, we say no to another. Jesus says, you cannot serve God and wealth. You have to choose. Every time, every day, many times, we choose. Yes to the ways of Christ means no to our money-focused world. And the decision about whether we will be slaves of God or slaves of something else is not a one-time choice. It's an ongoing set of decisions. So that if we say yes to our narcissistic and self-indulgent world, that means no to the ways of Christ. My Sunday school class has been studying a book called Enough by Adam Hamilton, and in it, to help rid us of our anxieties, Adam Hamilton lists four keys to cultivating contentment. The first one, remember that it could be worse. It could be worse. The second, ask yourself, how long will this make me happy? Third, develop a grateful heart. And fourth, ask yourself, where does my soul find true satisfaction? Where does my soul find true satisfaction? If true satisfaction is found in God alone, if that is true for you, then Jesus would commend you for choosing your master wisely. May we pray. Time and again, O God, we face choices. Help us to remember that a yes to you is no to anything else. Help us to make the right choices. Help us to release our anxieties to you and choose to let you carry them instead. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.